When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Well, well, well. (laughs) Well, well, How many podcasts do we have to start with? Well, well, well. You know, Kat, the stay-at-home order came down yesterday from the province of Ontario. It was uh, Doug Ford that made the announcement, and it was late, and I kept thinking when they kept pushing it back, Oh, they must be making changes on the fly. Like maybe they got some new data or something like that. And I was really, really expecting that this time Doug realized how serious the situation is. I was really hoping that this time Doug would say, we're in a third one. There's no way to to avoid it. We're in a third lockdown now. And now we've got to make sure that there's not a fourth. And I thought he was going to go real quick. And real hard. And I thought that meant real strict restrictions with an end date. Because let's be honest, they didn't put an end date on this. They said when this order is in effect until, but they didn't say it will end on that date. Mm -hmm. Because we all know they like to extend these things. And there's a lot of people right now thinking to themselves, yeah, they say four weeks. It'll probably be six weeks or eight weeks. And I mean, last year at this time, we were in a lockdown and that was what, three months? And people don't want to look at three months now. So, again, and it's a failure of leadership. No end date on this. That's a problem. There is uh, some conflicting restrictions. But overall, overall, some very positive things came out of this yesterday. The fact that Doug is finally, uh, two lockdowns later, recognizing that the big box stores did have an unfair advantage and there wasn't really any incentive to stay home because the big box stores were selling everything, he made a change. Now they can only sell essential goods. Basically, medicine, groceries, and pharmacy items. Mm -hmm. That's a good change. No electronics. You can't go out and walk into a store and buy yourself a new TV right now. If you want that, it's got to be curbside pickup or delivery. That's a good change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that where they could have gone a lot further. They could have gone a lot further. And, and I think the big one is they're keeping the schools open. For now. Yeah. Well, and, and, and people were pointing out different, d- different things that made them scratch their heads. When I released this morning, I, I just shared an image, actually, to be honest with you. A listener had sent us outside of the Dollarama because I was curious how they're going to do things. So basically, they're not, I don't believe they're caution taping everything in those stores. Just as one example, I know there's many stores like this, um, but they have right on the front door restricted articles. So I'll just run this list through really quickly. On the list includes school. Any school supplies, hmm, but schools are supposed to be still in. Okay, interesting. But anyway, school, office, crafts, linens, clothing, kitchen, novelties, candles, toys, seasonal, home decor, glassware, closet and bathroom, jewelry, hair accessories, artificial flowers, books, greeting cards, gift tags, souvenirs, party. Um, And okay, that really means only two aisles are open at Dollarama, right? 
Basically. Yeah. It's, you can go down the shitty shampoo aisle <laughs> or you can go down the shitty canned food aisle. There's a couple of pretty shoddy aisles. Let's be honest. I mean, you're not wrong. It's not your top spot grocery place, but it might just be convenient for people. So, okay, that's fine. There's a lot of Dollarama locations, and it might be more convenient for someone to pick up the ravioli from Dollarama. Than that's it why people go to Dollarama yeah, for the it, ravioli. Yeah, right, exactly. Maybe it's more convenient for you than Longo's. I don't know. Um, but a, a couple of people replying to this, a lot of the typical, oh, this is bullshit for whatever reason, but somebody said... Um, sent me a message and said, how is this fair? My uh, daughter has a birthday and I do plan to still have balloons. So you're telling me I can't even do that for her? Okay, well, f- let's keep in mind here. No, you can't peruse the aisles and grab it from Dollarama. But no. there are places, this is what they want you to do, that you can curbside pick up those things. So yeah. check Party City, for example, if that's what you really want to do. There's there's a lot of ways around this. Home decor, same thing. you got to check other places. And if you want to do that, the, the thing that we should all be doing and supporting local and everything else, and I'm using air quotes here for those because <laughs> you can't see me, but if you want to do all of those things, you can still do it. So just keep that in mind for at least the month, I'm assuming. You're going to have to go out of your way. You're going to have to do a little more work if your initial plan was to still have uh, parties of some kind just within your household or you really want to do some home decorations and I can't get a vase at Dollarama. What am I going to do? <laughs> uh, check the curbside locations, okay? Because there are a lot of places offering that. And it's not easy, but uh, this is what we have to do. This is what we just have to do. Yeah, we have to. Listen, this is not meant to be convenient in any way, shape, or form. This is meant to deter you from leaving the house. And that's good. It's just there's so many people that still have to leave the house because of their job. And I know they told people uh, if you're able to work from home, you must work from home. A lot of people can't work from home. And, you know, when I look at the source of spread, I mean, the government themselves admit manufacturing and uh, schools have a lot of cases and they're still open. And I really just can't figure out why they are still refusing to acknowledge that there's cases in schools. And I mean, they can say all they want. Oh, there's no spread in the schools. No spread in the schools. The government's own website, Ontario.ca, says yesterday there was 719 infections in schools. There's been 2,400 in the last two weeks. You know, it it just doesn't make sense to me. I have to think that schools are going to get shut down in some areas, at least. They're going to. And I don't know why the government didn't just do it in the hot spots. It doesn't make sense to me, especially with this new vaccine rollout. And we'll get to that coming up in a second. But first, here's just a little bit of Doug Ford from yesterday. These mobile clinics online vaccines will be eligible for people age 18 years of age and over in the high risk neighborhoods. Friends, our frontline education workers are absolute champions. And while our experts tell us that schools remain a safe space for students and workers, we want to do everything we can to keep them the same way. You know, I just don't understand how they can in one breath say schools are safe, but in the next say, but we have to vaccinate all the teachers. And then you get uh, the education minister, Stephen Lecce, come out with his own news conference after that, talking about all the asymptomatic testing that they're going to be doing and all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, is it safe or is it not safe? Because the the numbers really conflict. And the reality is everything we've been told is dangerous. Mm-hmm. They do in schools. 
They take off their masks to eat. There's kids close to each other, maskless, eating in classrooms and in lunchrooms. There is, uh, what, 20, 25 people all in one room. I know it's it's not easy for people to to hear that. I know some people because because they just want to have their kids in school, and I get it. If I was at that stage right now where I had my kid in school, I'd be like, please keep my kid in school, please, because I know how good it is for them, and I do believe that it is good for most kids to be in school for all of the all the reasons we've heard. But the truth is, if we really want to stop this spread from happening or at least really slow it down, we need to go all in here. So I hope that schools will be closed. You know, we're going to do this. Let's just do it, right? Rip off the Band-Aid, halt everything, including schools. Let's do this. For one month. For one month. And I know, I know it's hard for people because we've heard this before. This is the third time, the third dang time. But if we can actually do it, I'm all for it. But we need to stop everything. It's going to suck for a month. It's going to have moments where you're going to hate your life. There's going to be mental health uh, things that come into effect. We know this. It's terrible. But I would rather that and do this for a month than have to revisit this again in like two months, three months, whatever it is, because just in case vaccines don't roll out the way that they had claimed yesterday that everything's going to go swellingly for teachers and stuff. I'm still not buying that. I got to see it to believe it. But I'm hoping that they're right to stop everything and halt everything for a month and allow that happen to happen and allow them to catch up on some vaccinations so that we get the ball rolling there. I'm all for. I don't know if kids are going to go back to class at all, though. I don't know. It's hard to say. I think they will. It's just, it's such a nuanced thing. You know, they said a lot of things yesterday that were not definitive, were very open ended, very generalized, and I think somewhat misleading too. You know, they, they, the way it, it came across yesterday is next week education workers can get vaccinated. And while that is true, it's spec, uh, spec ed teachers that can get vaccinated next week. And that's not going to be through the typical vaccine booking portal. That'll be a separate option. Okay, fine. Education workers can start getting vaccinated as of next week in the hotspots. Well, that's just Toronto and Peel. And the premier did say that after that will be Ottawa and Hamilton. And while I do agree those education workers need to get vaccinated, I personally, if I was an educator, I wouldn't want to be in a classroom right now. Not with these scary variants spreading around that are lethal. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to be in that situation without at least having the protection of a vaccine. And, And they've got their PPE and that sufficed during regular COVID. But now it's COVID variants and we know they transmit easier. And we know that it's not a good idea to have more than 20 people in a small space for an extended period of time. Mm. It just seems like a recipe for disaster to me. And and as far as vaccinating the education workers on mass is concerned, that's good. It's just anybody who books a vaccine now in some cases and in some areas is booking vaccine appointments two, three weeks out. And we know that it takes 10 days at least to build up enough immunity from that first shot that you can have a little bit of peace of mind. So do a little bit of math here. That's after May 2-4 weekend that kids are going back to school. May 2-4 weekend. By the time the teachers get the shots and then they've had those couple of days to build up that immunity in their system for the shot to become effective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which would give them a month, about a month or so of in class again, let's say, and then they're going to be dismissed anyway. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like we're talking about vaccinating all the librarians. I mean, each school seems to have at least one librarian. 
We're talking about a lot of teachers, tens of thousands of them that need to get done. And frankly, it's a logistical nightmare to try and get all those teachers done while at the same time, because everybody's got their hand up right now saying I should be next at the same time, trying to do the essential workers and trying to do everything else. Not to mention, we've got healthcare workers that still need their second shot. So they have full immunity. It's It's not going to go as smoothly as they say. And there was another thing that was a little misleading. It had to get clarified later on. They announced that in Toronto and Peel, anyone 18 plus is going to be eligible for a vaccine because those are the hot spots. Okay, but you're only eligible for that vaccine at 18 plus through the mobile unit. And I don't know how many mobile units they're going to have going around, but it's basically like the ice cream truck. You can't go online and register because you're 18 plus and you live in Peel. You've got to wait for that mobile unit to come down your street and then you can go and flag them down and say, stick a shot in me. That's not going to be easy either. You know, like I almost think to myself, maybe we should just give the shots to some of these companies and let them do it. When you look at Peel, I mean, what do they have? Pepsi there. They've got Amazon there. They've got all sorts of stuff. I'm pretty confident that if you went to Amazon and said, what do you have? 5,000 employees. We'll give you 5,000 shots. You hire a nurse privately to vaccinate your entire staff. We'll take it off our books. You guys handle it. Here's the shots. Get it done. I'm pretty sure Amazon, who can deliver a package from here to England in a day, could get their workers vaccinated pretty quickly. But it's a different story when we've got it going through the regular provincial systems now. So, I mean, I don't know how this rollout's going to go. I do know, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm a little frustrated at this. I'm a male in my 40s, and I'm not in a hotspot region because Halton has done an exceptional job at controlling the spread. And whereas... It seemed like I was getting closer. You know, they did the 80 plus and then they did 75 and then 70. And in some areas they're doing 50 plus and 55 plus. That's great. I thought, okay, I'm coming soon. But when they changed everything around yesterday to put the emphasis on educators and essential workers, I just got kicked right to the back of the line. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people just like me and you, Kat, that yesterday in one foul swoop went from Probably in the next couple of weeks, ours will open up and we'll be able to make an appointment to it'll probably be sometime in June when we can make an appointment to get a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be anytime soon. Honestly, I haven't been very I've been the pessimist with this whole thing and I wish I was more of an optimist, but I'm OK with it, though. I'm also the person that says, hell yeah, vaccinate everybody in the schools, please, because I want to make sure that come September and of course, most shots, right? you got to wait four months in between. So let's say they get up most of the people involved in schools. I'm just going to say it widely. I know there's teachers, there's custodians, there's people who are uh, bus drivers and everybody. I mean, everybody. They want to try their best to get it done this month. I think it's a little unrealistic, but let's say they do it by April 30th. That leads you to second vaccine at the end of August. So, yes, you have to do it now. You have to get them done first. I'm okay waiting at the back of the line. No problem with that because our schools are so important to keep open, I think. So I'll, I'm no, no issues there. Let's get them vaccinated first shot in this month so that there's no issues come September. I don't want to have to deal with that shit all over again. I don't. So, and selfishly, I have a kid going to school starting in September. So yeah, a little bit of it is selfish. I want to make sure that the school year runs as close to normal-ish as possible. I know it's not going to be the same, but let's go here because I'm sick of this on again, off again bullshit. So get them vaccinated. Yes, I'm okay waiting at the very back of the line. I don't care. 
Let's play a little bit more of Doug from yesterday because he did get quite angry at the end. You know, we've all been working around the clock. But look, look at the frontline healthcare workers, and and I just mentioned the teachers and everyone else that have been going at this nonstop. Uh, this is not the time to give up. I'll never give up ever. I'll, I'll go right to the end, and we will get through it. We're gonna we're gonna lead the province. But I want to I want to paint a little little bit of positive because all all we hear is negative, negative, negative. You know, you go one side is wrong. You go to the other side is wrong. I always stick with health. Um, but let's look at the positive side. We're hammering out more than anyone in the country, more vaccines. In the next day or two, we'll be over 3 million. The testing, I remember the testing when we first started. We weren't doing it. We're at 13 million. I don't even know anywhere in North America that does 13 million tests. The rapid test, we've deployed over 5.5 million rapid tests out there. You know, again, you know, everyone is, is, is pitching in. So please, uh, folks, let's stick together. We're, we're at the end of this, uh, this battle, and we, we just need to stick together and follow the rules. And, and that, that's, that's it. We need to get vaccinated. Again, if you're over 60, please get your loved one vaccinated as soon as possible, and, and we'll be able to get through this. That, that's all we're, we're asking. Again, we have a strong strategy, a strong plan of targeting neighborhoods, going into specific hotspot neighborhoods, and literally door knocking, trying to pe- bring people out of their homes and down from their condos and their apartments. We have mobile units as we speak going out there right now to, to get people vaccinated. We're going into high-priority uh, workplaces, meaning the, the, the poultry houses, the pork, uh, manufacturing of all sorts, right across the board. We can do it. We will do it. We have the greatest doctors in the entire world. And he goes on from there. He's basically asking, please stop shitting on me. <laughs> basically. He's like, I do this and people get mad. I do that and people get mad. Is there anything to that or is he just plain not seeing what the rest of us see? I, I often wonder that when you're in a position like his and or a position of power of any kind, especially in politics, do you go out of your way to look? Maybe you see too much and you cut yourself off of it. Are you looking at Facebook comments? Because if you are, you can't feel good. Like, it can't be nice. And and a lot of people will say it's part of politics, and it certainly is. Um, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even know. I, I, I think that he does know. I'm well aware that his team definitely knows. Yep. How much they tell him, though, is the question. I don't, I don't really know. Doug must understand that there's a lot of contradictions here. Even he, as a reasonable person, and I don't know what he's like now, but he at least used to be a reasonable person. He must be able to look at his doctor there, Dr. David Williams, and think to himself, you're full of shit. Because we all know he's full of shit. When they come out and say schools are perfectly safe, but it's not safe to have outdoor dining or kids playing soccer. It's a goddamn lie. There's no fucking reason for it. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And even Doug must think this is wrong. And honestly, I don't understand why he hasn't cut him loose yet. And I'm not saying he should fire him, but I, I don't understand why Doug isn't saying, why are kids not allowed to play outdoor sports? Ask the doctor. And don't even try and make excuses for the doctor. Because frankly, the doctor's made the spot that the doctor is in. He should have to justify these things. And frankly, a lot of them are not justifiable. It really doesn't make sense. 
that these hair salons are shut down again. Those small businesses went so far out of their way to make it safe so they wouldn't have to close again. Mm -hmm. And we're in this spot again because of a failure of leadership and they're closed again. And they're asking why? What did we do? We did everything right. And they're closed again. Yeah. Does he get a second opinion? I mean, is he allowed to do that? Is Doug allowed to say, okay, thank you. And I know you're my top doctor, my friend, uh, but I'm going to go over here and ask a couple more doctors and a few more doctors over here that are specifically in this. Can he do that? Or does he care to? I don't know. You know, like how much isolation is Doug in? Doug, are are you getting the real story on the ground? Because we hear it every day. Let me give you a prime example. There are people that message us every single day that work on construction sites that are not safe. They have to share a construction vehicle with somebody who's an anti-masker and refuses to mask up. They're sharing tools. They can't physically distance if you've got two plumbers or electricians wiring up a bathroom in a new home. There's people every day that say it's not safe on their job site, but they're fucking scared of getting shut down so they won't say anything. Like, Doug, do you realize that? Doug, do you hear the teachers screaming about how scared they are right now? And you had a nice little window here where you could have just said, you know what? We probably should close the schools. I don't want to do it. I know it sucks, but this is the tough medicine that we've got to go through. The best way to limit the spread is to close the schools. There was 719 cases linked to schools yesterday. Like, Mm. Doug, are you getting this information or are you just trusting Dr. David Williams there as the one authority on all of this? You know, Lawrence Lowe there in Peel, I don't have any respect for him at all. I don't. And I'm glad Patrick Brown is questioning some of the decisions he's making. But there's a medical officer of health who gave you an out. He said, I think schools are safe, but we're going to shut them down anyway. Like, Doug, do you not look at that shit and say, yeah, he's got a point. We probably could do that because even though we think they're safe, we don't know they're safe. I mean, you can do all the voluntary asymptomatic testing you want. But at the end of the day, it's voluntary. It's not a scientific example. That wouldn't be credible research if it were published in the New England Journal of Medicine. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's not. You can go to any school. Well, sorry, not any school. There are hundreds of schools in Ontario that have got entire classes shut down right now. Some of them multiple classes. Do you not look at that and say, Something's wrong here. Like when he tells me it's safe, but I see hundreds of my classrooms in this province shut down. Maybe it's not safe. Like, Doug, are you getting that? Do you understand why people are frustrated? Do you understand why people look at this shit and see a contradiction when there's almost no spread from patios that are doing everything right and you shut them down, but you leave schools and manufacturers open? Do you not understand why people are confused and frustrated? You must. You must, Doug. You have to.
Blame the doctor. Hang the doctor out to dry. Don't risk your entire fucking future on this. Because I'll tell you right now, I hear from the base every single day. The Tim Hortons crowd. You know exactly who I'm talking about. They're pretty pissed off. This was avoidable. So the fact that we're here, all right, we're here. Fine. But now they want to know when we're getting out of it and how we're getting out of it. And if you don't put a firm end date on this, if you just leave this completely open-ended, like, yeah, we're in a stay-at-home order, state of emergency, which we're notorious for extending on short notice, whatever. Like, should businesses plan to start reopening May 6th? Should they, Doug? Can you tell us that? Because if you can't tell us that, then you should tell us that you can't tell us yeah, that. Yeah, I'm all for the dates. I think that people need it. Um, uh, re- they really need it. So give us something. And if you have to push it back from that date, you have to. And it's happened before, right? Where we've said, oh, no, we'll, we'll open. Four, what was it initially? Four weeks, two weeks to flatten the curve? Or whatever the initial yeah. one was a year ago? Yeah. Okay, so be more realistic this time. We know you'll bullshit us if you're going to tell us it's going to be four weeks even. Maybe it's going to be six Maybe you're thinking it, but be real, be honest, be clear, and make sure that there's enough resources for everyone. And some things still don't make sense to me. They never will. I'm with you on the hairdressers. I'm with you with the schools. It, it, as much as I want to have kids in class, yeah, you're absolutely right. But like I said, halt it all. Just halt it all. Hopefully we can get this done in four weeks, five weeks tops, and then that way we don't have to worry about this. Because by then, if all of your fucking plans come to fruition, Douglas, then most people will be vaccinated um, that need to be vaccinated in order to get schools to continue running. So we'll have that. And slowly we'll be able to trickle up the, up the, up the list here and get as many people vaccinated as possible. But it's really, it's still shameful. That whole, I still don't believe it. I still don't believe that our vaccination, that we're getting better. I don't. And they can put out all the content that they want to about how many people were vaccinated in this area. I'm still hearing from people on the inside that are telling us that, there's not a lot of people being vaccinated or there's spots that are not taken or right. this or that. Or there's people showing up because they're not told what shot that they're going to have. Some do, apparently, and some don't tell you. So they'll show up and then they'll get AstraZeneca and they say, nope, I'll wait. So there's people waiting. You know, there's better ways to do it. I'm going to say that much. Like So better many ways. better ways. Like tell people in advance. That's fine then. Then roll. Then move down the line. Oh, you don't want AstraZeneca? You have every right to tell us what you want and don't want in your body. That's no problem. We'll let you know when a Moderna or a Pfizer becomes available to you. Yeah, it could be a few months, but if you want the Pfizer or Moderna, you're welcome to wait. Who's next on the list? Let's roll. And let's do this quickly. Let people know. Be clear from the beginning, because that's one of the issues that someone messaged me about was, well, I was one of the people on the list. I was pretty excited about it, but they didn't tell me. And I'm a little more unsure about AstraZeneca and I'd like a little more studying to be done and I'd like a little more clarity on it and I didn't want it in my system so I passed you can't apparently go back and cancel by the way that's another thing is the system the the person told me and I don't know because I haven't been able to register but apparently once you register you're in there's no way to go back they take backseas and be like okay I don't want this anymore nope you just don't show up and that's what people have been doing yeah, it's frustrating. Uh, just another example of the contradictions that have people confused. And, and again, Doug, we're talking to you here. Golf courses are fine. Outdoor sports for kids are not. You know, I mean, it just doesn't make sense on a lot of levels. And it seems like you're pandering to certain people. And that's why people get angry. You know, uh, we were hoping for some new ideas here, and and it might have to come to that. We might have to call in some new ideas. But, Doug, you yourself yesterday said, well, it worked the first time. It's got to work this time. That's not the way people want to look at this, and that's not the way people see it en masse. The regular people out there don't think it worked the first time, or we wouldn't be in it for a third time. 
Sorry, it's probably the second time that didn't work. The January stay at home order. And, you know, I just think that you guys could do yourselves so many favors if you would just be honest and upfront. Uh, yesterday, Minister Lecce, the education minister during his speech, specifically mentioned the lobbyists and the unions when he was talking about the schools, uh, that there was groups that wanted the schools closed. He mentioned lobbyists and the teachers unions. Okay, I mean, to me, that seems political. If you go out of your way to mention the teachers union in your opening remarks, it comes off political. And I get it. Right now, those teacher unions, ETFO and OECTA, they're running commercials against the government. That's not exactly the spirit of cooperation. They're making it political. But when you guys fire back and you make a decision like keep the schools open and don't even offer an alternative, like we're going to keep the schools open, but if you've now changed your mind and you want to go to distance learning, we're going to open up the window again province-wide for you to register for the distance learning. At least do something, you know, like... The whole thing just seems like a, a thrown-together nightmare, and a, a lot of people don't think it's gone far enough. You know, I mean, if we really are going to say 28 days, then make it 28 days and go hard on it to get rid of this shit and get as many people vaccinated in the meantime. And if it's going to be longer than 28 days, then just tell us, yeah, it's very possible we could extend it. Be honest right now. Or... And here's a novel idea, because you don't have to go very far to see the amount of people saying things like lockdowns don't work. And it's hard to argue with them because Toronto and Peel never came out of it. They've been in it since November. Then why don't you just say this is it? This is going to be the final verdict on whether or not the stay at home order slash lockdown actually works. Yes. If if this doesn't bring down the spread in 28 days, we're not doing any more stay-at-home orders. That's what I would like. I need a, to hear a little bit of, of of defeat from them, or a lot, when it comes to this. If this does not work, you're absolutely right, Scott. You're going to give people no hope, and you need to know that. So you need to either say, this was wrong, this was not okay, or, or uh, we thought it might happen, but it didn't. Uh, just... Own up to it a little bit, too, because I'm hoping that it works. But the only way it will, I think you're right, I think we both agree here, is if you halt the whole thing. Just halt the whole thing four weeks, let's see what happens. And hopefully we never have to return to it again. Hopefully, I mean, if, if we do, Scott, it's going to really, get really crazy because people are pissed. And then that frustration will turn into something completely different if this has to happen again. So don't let it happen again. One more time. You know, let, let's, let's, folks, why don't we take a break in negativity for three or four weeks and, and, you know, and let's start being positive that we're going to, you know, we're Team Ontario. We, we will get through this. And we're going to come out stronger than anyone ever. And then we'll kickstart the economy and we'll leave everyone in the dust when we start kickstarting the economy. Mm-hmm. Trust me, we will recover. Doug, we're only going to recover if this is quick and precise. And if it's not going to get rid of the problem, then ax it right fucking now. Just, I, I, just remember those words. Just remember those words. We need to remember those. This is the last chance. For me, I'm on my last, my, I'm on my last straw. That's it. And you weren't even willing to give another chance if there wasn't an apology and an admission of wrongdoing. So the fact that he's earned one more chance, and he did with me here too, because I thought yesterday, especially at the end, was somewhat heartfelt. I do think his heart's in the right place. I just think maybe he's getting the advice from the wrong people here. That's what the way it came across yesterday. Doug, this has got to be the last one. And if you want to be the guy who leads Ontario out of this, then be the guy who leads Ontario out of this. But you can't leave us in it for more than four weeks. 
It's got to be four weeks and done. And in three weeks, give everybody the heads up. We're reopening. And, and maybe it'll go back to red level restrictions with 25% capacity on non-essential and 50% capacity on essential. And, and maybe hair salons will be able to open up again and patio dining will be open. Whatever it's going to look like, this has to be over in four weeks or you're going to wear it. Nobody votes for Dr. David Williams because he's not an elected representative. You are. So you've got, if you want to own it, then own it and give people some hope. This is your chance to be a leader. Lead. And on that, we'll say thank you very much, everybody. Tomorrow's Friday, and Dave, is Dave coming in tomorrow? I think so. And you know what? We'll have we'll have a little bit of fun tomorrow, we promise. I know it's been a lot of COVID stuff because that's what everybody is talking about. But we have a lot of fun things that we're going we're gonna to have for uh, tomorrow. So hopefully you get a chance to uh, check out the podcast. And we appreciate you for subscribing. You can DM us anytime at Scott Fox on air on Instagram, at Cat on air, Cat with a K. Enjoy the day.